Today's episode is brought to you by a friend of mine, Coach Lee Scott. He is the head strength and conditioning coach at the Texas A&M Corpus Christi Islanders. And this summer, I got a chance to lecture with him on a couple different topics. And rather than just me going up and doing my hour and saying, okay, I'm done, I'm out of here, I sat and listened to how these guys are running their system. Modern approaches, better approaches, the way they make these athletes perform. And it's different than what it was just a couple decades ago when I was a college athlete. These guys aren't looking at just getting stronger and faster and how much weight are you pushing. They're looking for W's. They want wins. And it's a different group of analytics that makes this happen. Coach Scott made me a better practitioner and a lot of the information that I have gleaned from him and the way we work together on some of these concepts is going to help make you better. That's what season three is all about. So I'm giving my sponsorship out to one of my buddies, a good friend, and one of the smartest in sports conditioning, strength, modern approaches of anyone I know. As always, welcome to Sports Doc DC. We are going to start season three to kick off 2023. And season three is going to go back to what I think my original idea with the entire Sports Doc is. These are going to be kind of mini episodes, I guess you could say, where we talk about different ideas in the modern sports medicine clinic. So it's going to be more of a foundations class. Some of you guys that know me personally know I've been really looking to try to do something outside of the chiropractic realm. So these ideas like the blogs and the podcasts are built as kind of a second career. Right now it's very small and I would look at it much like anyone getting started in a new arena that it's kind of more of a, oh, like a practice seminar, but I would love to start doing this. I, I literally on my computer, I probably have 500 lectures that I have done for different colleges, for universities, for hospitals. I've spoken for the National um, Strength Coaches Association. Like I, I like being in front of a crowd and presenting new information. The one I did this summer was probably one of the favorite ones I've did where I teamed up with a couple of the uh, big guys in sports performance, what used to be called strength and conditioning programs throughout the country in college. And we kind of talked to college basketball players on what are the factors that give you more wins. I want to get back to my real love and passion in life, and that is sports and it's sports performance. So as much as we have had, you know, two seasons in the Sports Doc DC family on kind of here's some concepts, this is going to be more of a foundations class. So this is built for my practitioners, right? It's my physios, my sports-based chiropractors, my sports med MDs and DOs, my athletic trainers. I think this is the, the foundations courses are the ones that you guys are gonna like the best. And I can really in visual, I mean, just writing down on my notes right now, I feel like we've got a very strong 20 episodes onto this on kind of like, okay, here's all the tools. Here's everything that is at your disposal. Now, what do you do with them? Because there's too, too often I see this idea that we just do more, right? Oh, that's awesome. You've got electric stim, you've got compression sleeves, you've got ice bath, you've got heat contrast, you've got diathermy. You can use decompression with cups and then you can use rock tape and then you can use those metal tools. Let's start figuring out 
not let's just throw everything we've got in an athlete, but why and how we would choose the appropriate tools. So look for this season to be filled with foundation ideas such as Graston or what's what should be more termed instrument assisted soft tissue modulation or manipulation or however you want to look at the M word, but how to use those shiny tools, the scrapers. What do we do with those? I think there needs to be an episode on cupping because cupping is one of the things that just drives me batty. I have seen some fantastic successes with cupping, but just the fact that Michael Phelps had giant hickeys on his back when he won some Olympics doesn't mean cupping is working. And, and that's one that I kind of want to get into some of that stuff. I want to talk about upregulation, turning muscles on, getting them activated, how to, how to like amp up a body before they would play a basketball game versus down regulation, which I think is kind of the 1990s version. Hey, let's stretch out these muscles, let's loosen them up. That won't lead to an increase in performance. We're talking W's here. Um, I hate to think that we're gonna jump into things like ice versus heat, but my God, the debate never ends on this one. It's just one that's ridiculous to me and I think it's got the easiest solution ever. So we'll probably have an episode on that as much as I dread doing it. I feel like I do that about 15 times a day in my clinic life. These ideas of stabilizers and how stabilization works in the body versus like muscle strength. I think they're getting confused, especially at the uh, high school coaches level. You know, hey, you need some more stabilization in your back. Well, let's just get stronger. Well, those are two different things. Uh, as a teaser for that, I will tell you the way that I teach this when I do the lecture circuit is if I had a 20 pound dumbbell and I was doing standing lateral flies, right? Just standing there with a 20 pound dumbbells and going out laterally, that is for strength. I'm trying to get muscle development and I'm primarily using my medial delt, right? That's how a bodybuilder would build up his medial delt. But let's say I took a three pound dumbbell and I just held it straight out there and I decided I was gonna hold it for two minutes. Now we're talking stabilization. That probably isn't one muscle with the primary focus on it. It's probably 20 to 30 muscles, and it's probably 10 to 15 different neural networks that we're controlling. We have to get at that point where when we're trying to increase stabilization, it's not just more muscle strength. I think it's the same as the idea of flexibility versus mobility. Those just aren't the same terms. It's a different thing. And flexibility, in my opinion, isn't really giving you the sports advantage you want. And I, and I get what people are saying when they're saying, hey, I wanna get more flexible. I get what they're talking about. But most of the time they're talking about becoming more mobile. And in my opinion, like terminology counts. When we're teaching this stuff, if you want it to stick, especially with a college and high school athlete, terminology counts. And this is gonna be my attempt to kind of get us all on the same page. So I'm gonna talk about that a lot. Ideas of stretching, how to use the foam roller the right way, which just because it's a 20 year old tool doesn't mean it's outdated. Same with my ice pack, man, I love it. Electric stim, what electric stim is actually doing. I've seen a very big out of EMS, of electric stim. You're just not seeing it used on college athletes very much anymore, despite the fact that every one of those college athletes will tell you they love it. They love how it feels. Guys come into my office like, oh my God, you've got those old ancient looking athletic stem machines. I'm like, let me show you what they do. It's not what we thought it was doing in the 1990s, but it doesn't mean it's not working. 
I think flossing bands, those voodoo bands are out there. I've seen great success with those. What does it mean? What's happening? How to use the kinesiology tape. I think that's going to be a good subject. Strength versus stability versus just like muscle stuff like we talked about. We've got these tools called tack balls that you typically will see. I've taken these from the yoga industry and I just get outstanding like tension release, especially through areas like the low back, the upper traps, things where athletes and general population will get sore. I think the idea of the glute medius is one that we have to bring up as a foundation topic. That is your counterweight for everything you do in the body. And it's been unbelievable to me as I've started playing with activation of this lost muscle, this glute medius what happens in my clinic. The, the last four months to me has been nothing more than outstanding, especially when I'm looking at, okay, what changes have I seen in the sports medicine realm over the last 20 years? When the metal tools came out, when the grass and tools came out, that changed the game. When rock tape came out, kinesio tape came out, changed the game. Everyone was interested in that. I think this idea of activating the glute medius is actually that big of an idea. I think it dramatically decreases your time for instance, in like an 800 meter run, in a mile run, I mean significant, like seconds. Stuff that people would pay hundreds of thousands for at the professional level. I think it increases your vertical jump. I think it decreases fatigue and you can go longer. And I'm so excited about getting you guys into this super simple exercise. I mean, you're, I, I do everything in my career on the minimum effective dose, right? I don't wanna put you through a half hour warm up because nobody's gonna do that. But is there something I can give you that I can give to high school coaches, to college coaches that maybe takes a minute or two that gives them a dramatic on the field and on the court advantage? That's the stuff I wanna share. This glute medius thing, it's less than a minute a day and I think it changes the world. I think ideas of why jumping jacks, why, why jump rope would be a great tool for anybody that has running in their sport, which is a lot of them. Um, and then we talk about the big three, the big three engines. Anyway, guys, this is just my intro to what season three is going to be all about. I'm trying to find a way to create a, a bigger following to get more people interested. In. And I'm kind of going to take the idea of how uh, Huberman has set up his stuff. Dr. Huberman with the Huberman Lab. I just can't get enough of his information. He does a great job of putting it all together. He explains it in a way that you don't have to have a biology degree or a kinesiology degree to really understand what's going on. And I think because he is so up to date in the, you know, the, the education game where he's working as staff and facility at Stanford, he, his research is so good. I don't think my podcasts are probably going to go in the two hour to three hour range, although you know I could easily do that. But I'm going to try to keep it short and quick, somewhere around the 10 to 12 minutes where I can still explain a concept, how they work, the modern idea, so I can help all of us in this practitioner world and you as a, an owner of a human body on how to make better decisions for you. When I teach my young doctors coming in to work with me, when I teach in a university setting, I always teach you have to have a better flow chart. You have to have a reason why you would want to put this in. Because if someone's coming into me and they've got a hamstring pull and I say, hey, the literature says this is a six week long injury, I can't stand it. There's gotta be a way to make it better. And you know, two decades of experience, I can tell you, people don't keep coming back to my clinic and paying for it if it's not working. 
and not to brag, but we're really good at what we do in our office. A, a typical low back hot disc in our office is a one week thing. Nationwide, that's about a six to seven week recovery. So I think we are on to reasons that get better outcomes. And that's what we're looking for. I wanna share that all with you. So look for season three to be kind of a completely different platform. As always, I would ask if you find it interesting, if you find it something that is more pertinent, give me some sort of feedback. Cause really, I think I've put some really good stuff out there, but there just isn't a lot of back and forth. I'm not a real popular site yet, so I'm not getting the type of feedback that I'm looking for. And, and I've been lucky enough to talk to some of the top podcasters out there, and they say the same thing, man. It just takes one or two of these episodes to really take off before they get involved. So look for season three to be something different. I think you're gonna uh, find it exciting. I think it's gonna give you a lot better ideas and whys on what direction you would wanna go. So much of this is not gonna be scripted like the last two seasons were where I write a blog article and then I dive in and just basically read my article. It's gonna be more uh, freestyle talking about things that I feel quite comfortable with. Every single day someone comes into my office and says, hey, what are those tools doing? Well, here, are you really interested? Because if you are, let me explain it. This would be a nice one. Now when they come in and say, hey, what are those cups doing? I'm like, go look at episode five. Take care, guys. Look forward to seeing you more. Let's help grow this Sports Doc DC. I would love to have this become a new part and a big part of my career moving forward. As always, I appreciate everything you do. I appreciate you guys that support me, that come into my clinic on the personal level and uh, the ones that keep me staying interested in the sports performance game. Now that I've got four kids of my own coming up at this level, I think yeah, I would be doing them a disservice if all I ever did was get them out of pain so they can get back on the field. My idea is I wanna give my own kids the biggest advantage that they could have having some parents like my wife and I that are in this game. So I'm gonna make sure that when I'm sharing something with them, I'm gonna share it with you guys as well. We've recently set up in my own house just an incredible, I guess I would call it a lab for performance and recovery and how to maximize gains as far as sports performance, looking for wins. The, the new era is not so concerned with how much do you squat, it's do you activate the right muscles when you squat. I remember growing up as a college football player, my coach would ask me, how much are you weighing? How much do you squat? How much do you bench press? I mean, those were the analytics of our time. Those are really not so valid anymore. If you're a high school coach and you're asking your athletes, hey, how much do you squat? You're asking the wrong question. The question should be, when you squat, are you activating these muscles in this order? Can you feel it? Give me a thumbs up, a thumb sideways, or a thumbs down. Because I don't care how much weight you're moving if you're just using different body parts. The way I was explaining it to one of my high school baseball coaches yesterday is, if I had a 185 pound bench press and your goal was to get me to a 225 pound bench press, I'm gonna find a way to just recruit different muscles. I'm gonna start using my shoulders differently. I'm gonna start straining my neck. I'm gonna start arching my back more. That isn't giving you the results that you're looking for. You're trying to create a better athlete. You're trying to create more wins on the baseball field, not more and stronger bench press and squat guys. And I hope it makes sense. I want you to get that's where we're coming from. Cause that to me, this summer working with the uh, college strength and conditioning coaches, man, I really had my eyes open to as much as my career and my arena that I work in has changed, theirs has really, really changed. 
And if I think it's a fight talking to my patients about stuff that they're doing that's two decades old, these guys are having a really hard time with it. They just can't get the buy-in from the coaches and the players because the information's not out there. So let's get on track this year. It's 2023, it's time for all of us to get updated and modern. Look forward to seeing more from you, more comments, more feedback, and definitely, if there are any things that you guys wanna know, get a hold of me on the website that I'll have on these show notes and just submit it to me. Hey, I would like to learn more about this. I sent one to Huberman a month ago. I wanna know how caffeine works on the nervous system. Bang, a month later, he's got the one on caffeine. That kind of stuff makes us all better at such a faster rate. Love you guys. Keep the questions and ideas coming.